Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. It's a, it's a full house this week. It's the last week of the year. As promised, we are back with the year-end podcast we've been threatening for a long time. Uh, this is Rahul Desai here. I have with me, as usual, Uday Bhatia and Nishita Sengupta is back uh, after her brief absence last week. Uh, we are going to be, we as, uh, as, as we discussed before, we're going to be talking about uh, some of our favorite Hindi films of the year. Uh, look, I mean, we would love to talk about every film we watched and we watched a lot of uh, films, uh, you know, English language films, Hollywood films, uh, world cinema, a uh, lot of films from the South um, and web shows as well. But we have limited time. It's the end of the year. We may as well talk about something. All three of us professionally review Hindi films every week. So it's only fair that we cover one topic absolutely thoroughly. So... Um, so yeah, here we are. And uh, just uh, as a short beginning note, I'd say it's been a relatively better year compared to the last few years. Of course, last few years are normally because of the pandemic, because of a, I, and we've been part of the whole narrative about Hindi cinema dying and whatnot. It's been going on forever. Uh, but uh, you know, I have a fair case to make for this year being actually quite a good year. I'm not just talking about box office collections. Uh, we a uh, lot of us or a, a lot of critics through the end of year making their lists, and um, I don't think a lot of us were struggling to actually cram in five films or seven films or you know our best scenes or something. There were actually uh, there was we were not short of options this year, and that's. Uh, that's better than most years. Uh, so we are, how we're going to go about this is basically we'll talk about our favorite films. I think our f- five favorite films. And if there are any more, we'll keep it free-flowing. We'll talk about our performance, uh, favorite performances, favorite moments, uh, whatever we feel like chiming in with. Um, Uday, would you like to start since you are such a prolific uh, reviewer of Hindi cinema? Wow. Okay. I, I, uh, coming from you, that can only... Uh... That's that's like a dig, but um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the easy way out and start with one of the first uh, big films of the year and the one that kind of really for me hit, uh, which is of course Mission Majnu. No, I'm kidding. It's Pathan. Uh, <laughs> uh, Siddharth so, so, so Anand's um, uh, next film after War, which all of us loved, and. Uh, it's interesting because uh, you know it's it's hard to remember how much out of favor Shahrukh Khan was at the beginning of the year and and how much of a not a safe bet he was uh, to um, I was I was just revisiting the film for his um, you know for for a year ender and um, the scene where he's sort of introduced and he he just his face comes into view and he says Zinda hai. It, it, it's just so prophetic because it's almost like coming back from the dead. Um, he he hadn't uh, been in a lead role since I think uh, maybe zero, and uh, I, I think he hadn't had like a film that people had liked all the way back till like uh, Dear Zindagi. So uh, it's it's just um, he really was like down and out, and uh, Pathan had him roaring back. And is really a really fun film. I thought, and it's that sort of that brand of uh, stupid smart thing which Siddharth Anand, along with you know Sridhar uh, Raghavan and uh, Abbas Tyrwala uh, as his writers, 
they've sort of perfected this uh, this really tongue in cheek uh, action and it really works so well <laughs> and uh, i i didn't really appreciate john abraham so much the first time around when we had talked about it on the pod but now that i watched the film again i'm really enjoying his performance and uh, and there's just something about deepika and sharuk on screen uh which goes so well and i think we went off on on rhapsodies about deepika in this film uh during our pod and um yeah i just feel that again watching it and it just it, it sort of set the tone for the year because this was absolutely sharuk's year in hindi cinema uh and uh, it, it just um I don't know. There's just there's just something about the way that Siddharth Anand can do this sort of maximalist action, but also give it a certain kind of lightness that is denied to some of his peers that I really like. Is it a few words about Patan? Yeah, I, I everything what I said, I agree. I uh, when I watched Patan, I really missed watching Shahrukh. Uh, on screen i think it had been a while that we had seen him so it was just so nice to uh, see him first see him as an action star which we hadn't seen before and also the 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 arc of his resurrection which kind of mirrored uh, mm. you know what he was going through at that time so i think pathan was a very fitting starting point of the shahrukh 2.0 that we are seeing now it's a very fun film uh, Uh, like as Uday said, it's very, like stupid smart. It's like I think one twist, uh, which like less of a race maybe. Like another twist, and it would have been like a race three or something. But I think it just stood its ground pretty well. And uh, yeah, and I, also I really enjoy watching Deepika and Shahrukh together. Uh, th- there's just they, they both have like very beautiful eyes. I feel, and they they really have uh, insane chemistry. So I really enjoyed watching. Yeah, it's it's actually a great choice because you know, like uh, because it's the end of the year, a lot of recency bias comes into play, uh, and it's very easy to obviously forget. I mean, for example, I find myself choosing Jawan over Patan after this year, after such a long year, and um, and honestly, they're interchangeable for me at some point. Even though you know, I enjoyed the theatrical experience of watching Jawan more. I think uh, Patan was. clearly the more fun and better made film and uh, i i find it amusing that we've discussed patan quite a bit on this podcast because i think we did a pod then we did a mid year thing where udayan me spoke also about like a few films that stood out in the year i think sometime in june and july mm-hmm. and uh, the best part is i don't think we're running out of um ways to talk about the film sure you know observations are more or less the same uh, but i love that even at the end of the year feelings uh towards the film haven't really changed in terms of because i was very interested to see if it would stand the test of time in terms of sharuk's comeback the meta narrative uh, all the self reflexive filmmaking but uh, i'm glad that it's it's sort of um, it's sort of not just on everyone's lists and all but it's it's still worth discussing and it is still a flashpoint after um after 11 months it is still a flash, it is the moment when things changed for the for not just sharuk but us as a bollywood viewing audience because it was for better or worse the first big blockbuster of the year after which many blockbusters came uh, we thought patan would be an anomaly but it's very interesting to note that there have been a couple of more after that um so yeah um, i'm glad we spoke about patan and it's a it's a good choice ishita would you like to start with yours so it's in no particular order i yeah, just yeah. want to say but i think uh, the one big hindi film i really 
uh, enjoyed watching this year in theater was Rocky Rani mm. uh, by Karan Johar. uh it was it's just i went into the film uh, just wanting to see what uh, ranveer singh would do i think and i came back uh, pretty much admiring what karan johar did um it was uh, self reflexive uh, filmmaking in the way that he was revisiting his legacy uh, there was a lot of uh, he was basically including things which w- which were present throughout his films you know a lot of like uh, tradition and modernity and uh, the way you know you should respect your parents but i was very surprised uh, by the way karan basically like uh, subverted a lot of our expectations and crafted a very very fun film i thought and the fact that he did not write the film that uh, he handed over to three people probably knowing that he w- doesn't understand the world and the, like you know the 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 walk world perhaps you know so i think that uh, was a lot of fun and it was a great uh, ranveer singh and uh, alia uh, performance i really like watching them together and they feel like they have so much sexual chemistry you feel like they'll just meld into one entity like when they look at each other there's just there's the the tension is just palpable so i think uh, for me that uh, rocky rani was i had a lot of fun watching it did either of you enjoy it i know you all liked it uh there well any last words on rocky i i mean i really enjoyed it i i, I wasn't perhaps as taken by the you know the more family dynamics uh, mm. second half as some people were uh, and i definitely did not like the dharmendra shabana's track uh, but uh, it it doesn't matter because the screwball romance uh, between uh, rocky and rani is just so well done and that's the thing also like it's 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 not just that it's funny it's the pace at which it is you know funny is mm. what makes it stand out because the jokes just come so fast and and you have the right performers for it because you know you have ranveer who's you know who's great in this sort of manic mode but you have alia who is just this great like person who who actually listens to what the co-star is doing so is such a good like reactive performer and when you put these two together it's perfect and it sort of reverses the energies of uh, of gully boy a little where uh, ranveer is a bit of the down vibe guy until he's actually rapping and alia bhat is like the fiery uh, uh, you know talking a lot uh, person and uh, it it's 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 done so well and with these performers you can flip the energies and it still works so well and it speaks volumes i think about how good they are individually and and together Yeah no I I mean for me it was also personally one of the most entertaining films of the year I think a lot of us were very happy to see I mean I, I just won't call it a old school bollywood entertainer or things like that because a lot of Karan Johar's legacy his uh, his career in uh, sort of like ate its way into the film and if we uh, it was more enjoyable to people who followed his career for so long and have you know sort of followed what's ha- been happening to him over the last few years as well so i find it very interesting that all these meta narratives and all i have contributed to all these films being blockbusters very subconsciously because i think audiences are rooting for not just sort of nostalgia they are rooting for like an oldness in their films that uh, that's gone missing for the last maybe half a decade or so and i think uh, rocky rani is a great example of that and you know it has one of the better scenes in the year also with the dola re dola performance uh, 
um, and and such a great uh, supporting cast um, as as you mentioned and i, I mean i i i'd say i like that mainra especially because your review uh, used the phrase worryingly good as someone with dementia and that really cracked me up and i think i still sort of uh, look at him as uh, one of the standout characters in that film but again you know as you said it comes so thick and fast and the chemistry between them is so uh, so unique that it's really hard to look past a, a mainstream film like this you you did um, i mean uh, about that dollar a dollar scene i'm guessing a lot of people i mean probably be in a lot of lists uh, hopefully this year but uh, it i think a lot of people started talking about it um, once it dropped on streaming also and yeah. uh, and, and i think once um, once people started figuring out like it it wasn't like a fluke when it was in theater so uh, so yeah and, i mean i'm all for uh, rocky or rani ke prem ka um i'm going to go with a choice now and i think it's probably common between three of us if it isn't then uh, both of you need to leave the podcast uh <laughs> i am going to talk about uh, jawan not jawan no. i already mentioned jawan right now but i'm going to talk about vidhuvino chopra's 12 fail uh, <laughs> it's uh, i mean really like obviously like i'm going to put it out there conflict of interest on very technical terms i work for film companion and uh, vidhuvan chopra husband of anupama chopra founder of film companion but i watched the film more than a month after it released and because i knew we were getting closer to december and year enders and i had seen such rave reviews of the film from you know ashita oda everyone uh, when it actually released at the end of october and i couldn't review it and i felt bad about that so uh, when i finally watched it i was so glad i did because it was more than a month after and it was one of my best theatrical experiences of the year because i entered an empty theater and slowly by the time 5 minutes had elapsed in the film the theater was full people who had already watched it were coming in for the second time so they weren't worried about missing the first 5 or 10 minutes um uh, and i saw families i saw a lot of uh, college friends i saw so many people from all walks of life really come and and the other halls were full because they were all playing shows of animals so they were full for different reasons and uh, it it just felt like a very nice um, uh, experience we were sharing for me it was my first time watching 12 fail i think vikrant masai delivers one of the better performances in the year i'm so glad that you know he, he's sort of leading a film and getting noticed for it because he's always been um, pretty good in every film he's done even though he chooses some pretty awful films once in a while but he is uh, finally getting you know visible in the mainstream and i'm i'm also so impressed with vidhuvino chopra the way he's sort of come back as a veteran filmmaker with a completely different voice you wouldn't be able to tell it's a film by him especially for those of us who grown up watching parinda um, 1942 love story all those classics um, it, it's just such a heartwarming film it gets so many basics right uh, there's such beautiful moments in the film surprisingly the cast works wonders uh, even though you wouldn't um, imagine them working together in another film uh, i i think it's it's one of those rare i wouldn't even call it a biopic but it is in a way one of those rare biopics in hindi cinema that really um, transcends all its limitations i uh, i mean i completely agree with all of that and it's just i i'll just repeat you know uh, my surprise and sort of real respect uh for uh, viduvino chopra tamping down on what we recognize as his style which is this sort of beautiful fluid uh, uh you know really 
striking looking uh, camera movements and and uh, just like you know it there's a way a vidhu vinod chopra film looks and this is completely not like that it is you can see that he is trying to do something very different and something that is in service of the story that he is doing that you know he is deliberately not casting names uh, as it were uh, i think vikrant masse would be the only um, person whom most people would recognize uh, in the cast maybe priyanshu maybe a couple of the others from uh, this or the other uh, web series but uh, masse is really the only sort of star in this and uh, everything really is in service of this and because it's you know because he kind of tamps down on his style and because there are no distractions of like you know uh, big stars or anything i think the story really gets told and it gets a bit preachy but who cares i mean it's just uh, it really was the most moving hindi film uh, probably that i saw this year shetai ne words on 12th Yeah, yeah, I agree. Also, Raul guts to say that that we will not like twelfth fail. You assumed, considering you saw it the last among us. <laughs> I just said that if none of you like it, please exit the podcast. <laughs> guts, but uh, oh. yeah, I I I remember watching the twelfth fail uh, teaser as part of some film I had gone to for like for reviewing purposes. It was a screening, and I saw the trailer. And in my head, I remember thinking that first of all, I thought the name of the film is Restart. And not twelfth fail, and then I thought that it looked a little dated because obviously it was Vidhu Vinod making a film after a while, and we have seen this arc so many times. But when I watched the film and I went with a friend, it was a second uh, viewing, uh, and I remember both of us were crying. It didn't matter that she has watched it before and it was my first time. I think the the emotional moments they just all land so well, and Vikrant Masse like uh, he brings such aching sincerity to the role where he never plays it like a simple type. you know the the role of of someone who is coming from a financially challenged situation and trying to make it make um, you know make it his own in this world and he just also brings such a lot of um, you know in in uh, almost like a sense of bravado that the fact that he will ju- he just refuses to cower down and uh, i think it also kind of um, mimics the actor or the journey that he has had which is that he he's crafting a very alternate path uh, for himself which is a little far away from the mainstream uh you know space but he's consistently working and making something of himself and i think it just beautifully melded in his performance and the last 10 15 minutes of the film like really broke me i think he was just like it was just such a beautiful uh performance it, it yeah and also i don't know how priyanka chatterjee does doesn't age i watched him and i was like he looks exactly how i had seen him in tumbin so yes <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's true. Udaya, um, uh, you want to go with your next choice? Yeah. So this is um, since we've done three quite talked about films, I'm going to throw in one that is, I think, probably went under the radar for most people, and it's it's not quite up there in terms of its, uh, you know, in terms of craft with uh, perhaps like the other films that are going to be mentioned, but. Uh, i was a bit i was on a bit of a action film trip this whole year and this one was a really interesting uh, little entry called lakadwagga i think rahul uh, had uh, mentioned it to me earlier 
uh, and I sort of sort it out. It's a very strange thing. First of all, because it has Anshuman Jha as its protagonist. Anshuman Jha, if anyone's seen him, they, you know, people saw him first in Love, Sex or Dhoka. He's like this sort of frail, uh, small looking actor who doesn't really seem like, you know, he'd, he'd be close to an action star. But uh, he's actually... Uh, he's done the work and he's uh, he plays a martial arts trainer who is also trying to uncover uh, an illegal animal trade in Calcutta. And uh, he it's it's a great vigilante justice film with some excellent fights. And uh, I, I just I, I, uh, I, I thought it was really well done. And um, one thing I particularly liked is that the um, uh, the uh, the bad guy, his uh, his muscle is uh, is this nameless uh, woman uh, who's played by Eksha Kerung. Uh, and uh, so the big bad is actually a, a female martial artist, and she has like a couple of great fights with uh, with anshuman jha in this and uh, that also was uh, uh, was was very um, something very new for a hindi film i thought and uh, it is a nice little uh, nice little entry i thought what uh, a fascinating entry because i i did not see this one coming but i'm glad you mentioned it because i think you watched it also for your action um, list right like yeah uh, yeah i i did uh, absolutely yeah. for that i probably would not have even sought it out was i not looking for unusual action films and uh, i don't know it really hit the spot for me is it uh, is it anything uh, like local kung fu i mean i haven't seen lakat Baga, but i've been hearing about it like for the longest time doing fa- also a lot of facebook publicity so i've always been sort of and you know anjuman mm-hmm. jal and uh, no, everywhere I, you see it's it's a bit uh, it's 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 definitely on a higher budget than uh, than local kung fu uh, mm. so you know there there is some um, there's a bit of polish to it and um, it's it's not as jokey a film also it's not a really funny film it's more of a drama uh, and uh, it's um, it's it's a fairly standard vigilante film if you uh, I, I mean if if it i mean if you're being honest but uh, it's um, I, I think just just to see first of all like uh, something like convincing martial arts being done in a hindi film like straight on martial arts being done in a hindi film was something new and uh, it's just it has a sense of I think slight fun about it. There's this sort of missing hyena, and there's a really fun villain being played by uh, Paresh Pahuja, uh, who uh, who does a little fighting in the end, but really leaves it all to his um, <laughs> to his henchmen. Uh, and uh, it's just it's it's weird seeing Anshuman Jha beat a bunch of people up. It's just it's something. It's it's almost like the film's gimmick, like. You know, you you take one look at Anshuman Jha and you're like, ha what will he do? And then, you know, he's just like kicking people in the head. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that was enjoyable. Yeah, you had me at Missing Hyena. Is it streaming anywhere though? I think it's on Z, if I'm not mistaken. 
Okay. Uh, we yeah, will try to catch good. that film. It's on Z. So for those who are interested, Z5, even I'll be watching it for um, sometime soon, hopefully. Ishita, your uh, next... Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm a little confused. I think I'll go with three of us. Yeah. Uh, it is by Avinash uh, Arun. It's, I think he's also one of the writers of the film. It's, um, it, it will just drop on Netflix, I think on 29th. Um, it's the second film I watched this year, which was on uh, dementia. The first one we will speak about soon, I'm assuming. So this has uh, like three of the better art- actors today. I mean, two at least. There's Shefali Shah, Jaydeep Palavat, and Swanand Kitkire. Um, and uh, Shefali, and like for those of who haven't watched it yet, uh, Shefali Shah and Swanand Kitkire, they are a married couple. And um, she is uh, gradually losing her memory. She suffers from dementia. And she uh, asks her husband to take her to a place where... Uh, she had grown up uh, and uh, she kind of had a deep friendship with someone and that person turns out to be Jaiti Palavat and the majority of the film is basically about uh, these three people interacting and Shefali's character uh, reconnecting with Jaydeep's and I uh, it, it was I really really liked the film because it was so simple and it was devoid of any conflict you know it was just it's as simple as one person going back and trying to remember who she was and um, and also like trying to uh, you know uh, gather all that she can before she runs out of time and i feel like when i was watching it i think there are very few films when you know you watch something and you feel if i could if i had to make a film on dementia maybe someday this is what i would have made probably not as great as it is but i just really found it was very um, simple and intimate and um, it was just such a great uh, performances by all three of them, especially Jaydeep Palavat. Uh, the fact, you know, of this man who was left behind and he is happily married. He has two daughters. And yet there is a part of him that, you know, is still probably, you know, beats for uh, Shefali's character. So I really, really enjoyed uh, Three of Us for how quiet it was. Did uh, either of you like it? I, I know Rahul probably loved it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really, it was on my list as well. And uh, I I mean, I, you know, I, I was thinking yesterday also, it's pretty much like if you have to describe the premise, you describe it uh, similar to past lives where sort of the identity crisis replaced by dementia. Uh, and I like the idea of, um, of three adults sort of um, finding themselves in very unusual circumstances. And I guess the simplicity of the film was also its gimmick or not gimmick but i think it was its um, usp because if you think about a premise like this if you think about a subject like this um, most filmmakers might have gone down a slightly more dramatic route um, than just sort of visiting your hometown and going in search of a lost memory um, so I, I i i felt like the, the the plainness of the film really worked for it eventually course it has one of the better moments in the uh, in the uh, in the climax when uh, on the ferris wheel uh where shefali shah and jayde palavat speaking Uday, what did you think about this one i i i liked it quite a bit i i, I thought it was um you know after killer uh, i think it's um it's just um sort of uh, you can see that avinash arun has that um that confidence to sort of take his time to tell a story like he's not always pushing like a narrative forward it's just sort of he's he's he observes and you know his characters sort of feel their way around and it's a nice um, 
it's a nice sort of tendency because you don't often get it in hindi cinema now it's just like a very sort of plot oriented uh, sort of mentality that is there in most of the uh, most of the hindi cinema that we get it is very rare to see something that's observational and that's not like running towards some kind of definitive conclusion and i felt that in both his films uh, till date and uh, yeah just and uh, i think uh, some very nice performances uh, in that uh, jaydeep elavat has had a good year um, as you know as he has been having for some time now and uh, shif ali shah of course again very good so yeah very, uh, I, i i did like that film quite a bit uh i'm i'm going to choose goldfish given that we are on films about um, i mean technically on uh, characters with uh, protagonists with dementia uh it's pushan triplani's second film after threshold which i think uday and me have made a career of writing about <laughs> and discussing and spreading the love for it uh threshold starred nina gupta in what started as second innings in a way as uh, the actress that she is today it had rajit kapoor a married couple in the hills it's uh, playing on disney hotstar so we're not going to talk about this this is his follow up to that film uh, it is his second film basically and it's a uh, it's a i i mean i was very moved by it i know it was doing the festival circuit last couple of years it was made during the pandemic it stars kalki and dipti nawal as a um, daughter and mother um, who are forced to sort of unite during the pandemic when uh dipti nawal's character starts showing signs of um, um, aggressive dementia so it's and it's just the daughter resents her they are estranged they have history between them um uh, it hasn't been the best of times for them so it, it's just about those couple of months when the daughter comes back to the house uh and um, they are trying to navigate their way through this condition uh it's a very again you know i i'd say it's a very almost curt filmmaking like it's it's very mm. uh, uh devoid of uh, a lot like three of us but also less sentimental in a way uh, it, there's a not a lot of gimmickry there's not a lot of music of course the uh, dipti nawal character is a classical singer in it so there's technically music in the plot but there is uh, it's just the treatment is really dry because the i feel like the film sort of expects us to understand that uh, i think there is a lot of tension uh, within the premise itself within what is happening the internal turmoil of both characters and it's a lovely little expat neighborhood also in london it is south asians there um diaspora neighborhood um and um, rajesh kapoor has a lovely little cameo as well um and um, I, you know i i really love the performances i think kalki delivers one of the better ones of the year it went under the radar a bit because it just released for barely a week in theaters i don't know if it's on streaming anytime soon but uh, i think both of them were fantastic and it just and it there's not a lot of hindi like it technically is more of an english language film because uh, kalki does play a character who has a british father and an indian mother and uh, that's the language but uh, i i it moved me a lot uh, the dementia itself wasn't the point of the film for me it was very much a mother daughter story it reminded um, dipti nawal's character reminded me a lot of um, the lost daughter uh, the protagonist of lost daughter it was uh, almost uh, like an indian parent coming to terms with the sort of unkind uh, this mm. offer much in the past and um, yeah i i don't have i mean i've i've been writing about this film for a while now in different like i reviewed it and writing a column about it it's uh, it's sort of stayed with me just like his first film and uh, hopefully it'll be on streaming soon 
I uh, I mean I I think it's just one of the best films that I saw this year. You're right. It's not technically a Hindi Hindi film. I guess there was probably like a 50-50 split, maybe uh, English and Hindi in the film. And uh, but it's all done very naturally. It's set. Um, you know, it's not set in India, so that helps. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, the the two performances are as formidable as uh, the two performances that were there in the threshold. Um, and uh, I think it, we sometimes forget because you know she doesn't obviously get that many roles. Uh, but I think when Kalki is handed a good part. Uh, I think she's just one of the best actors in the country. It's uh, she's extraordinary in this film. It's uh, some of those scenes are just like they're they're breathtaking in their complete searing honesty. It's just um, it's and 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 it's not even once like there's like confrontation after confrontation, and each one is just I was trying to do like a moments of the year. Uh, piece as I normally do, and I I was seeing the film a little late, uh, so I I had this piece in mind anyways, and every time I'd think that okay this is a good candidate, then the next scene would come and I'm like okay no this is going, and then you know then I change that again because like it is just it just keeps coming. Is it any words on goldfish? What do I say before both of you? You have made a career. <laughs> <laughs> but i really it was very uncomfortable uh, to watch because i think mm. it just hit so close right how you deal with your uh, like as a caregiver as, as as a woman who has to uh, keep her life at standstill to look after her mother who has not been the kindest to her um, mm. so i really liked it and as what i said like kalki was so good and it's just that there are some scenes which i felt like i'm intruding into a private space that i should not be watching this moment uh and it somehow reminded me and uh, you know when I, i it's reminded me of a bengali film i know rahul hasn't watched uh it is um, uh, by rituparna ghosh the name of the film is uh, 19 april it was a 1994 film which had aparna sen yeah and it it basically was about this uh, dancer mother and her grown up daughter and the fact that they are one day together and uh, there's so much resentment between them and there's an absent father who the daughter was very close to just like in the film you know and it just reminded me so much of it the fact that the daughter was carrying the legacy of the mother uh, in a very bitter way but uh, goldfish i uh, like i really really liked it and uh, yeah i just made me very uncomfortable and i felt deepthi navel was also very good like uh, i thought she was just perfect for the role she had that very vacant look on her face all the time so yeah yeah that that vacant look was pretty uh, <laughs> pretty disturbing to watch worryingly good Yeah, worryingly good as they would. Even that we have been talking about a lot of dementia ridden old characters in films this year. Uh, it, yeah, it's a, it was a formidable film. It, it's definitely one of my favorites of the year. Uday, let's go with your next film. Okay, so this is a film that we discussed fairly recently uh, on the pod. Um, this is Devashish Makhija's Joram. Um, his uh, very interesting feature um uh, kind of a chase film uh, kind of a social drama a bit of a quasi western in the you know no country for old men space uh, 
and uh, it's um, it sort of combines all of these into fairly brutal film like you feel like you're kind of like by, by the end of it it's it's just it's it's just a, uh, a like it takes quite a lot of energy out of you by the time you're done with it um it's um, manoj bajpai uh, plays <clears throat> uh, uh, this um, adivasi man who's living in bombay who's a laborer who has to <clears throat> go on the run uh, with his infant daughter uh, with um, this uh, politician who has a history with him who sent people after him and it all sort of climaxes in his uh, ancestral village and um, there are uh, manoj bajpai is very good <clears throat> in the lead but there are two um, other performances which are also excellent uh, there's uh, mohammad zishan ayub as this sort of reluctant cop who sent after him um a uh, kind of a neo western archetype uh, in itself and uh, smita tambe plays the uh, politician uh in one of my favorite performances of the year uh and i raved about it a bit when we had spoken last uh i thought she was absolutely uh superb and really menacing but uh as the film goes on you learn more about her story and it becomes this really captivating uh portrait out there uh and uh, just i thought a very um a film that really kind of takes a very jaundiced look at india today as makija is known for but um, i i think it really comes together out here ishita a few words about joram yeah what to that said uh, really liked it it um, great performances also i feel like the whole uh, the whole cat and uh, mouse chase throughout the film kind of uh, i in my head i felt like it was kind of mimicking the existence of of a certain strata of the society which devashish marketer was trying to portray and the fact that they are how they are always at the mercy uh, of not being caught you know to to basically survive and uh, unpopular opinion i really like uh, liked uh, Uh, you know uh, jishan in that character of a police officer i felt he did an ayushman khurana better than an ayushman khurana uh, mm. and uh, he also has a very self righteous face uh, which worked in a show like scoop which also worked here like you feel like uh, you know he he just brings a lot of gravitas and a subtext by the, by his very presence so mm. yeah joram i really liked yeah i felt like jishan uh, ayub course corrected an ayushman khurana performance like the male <laughs> savior that he often tends to play in a lot of like for example article 15 or and and a bunch of other films and um, i think it was very well written very smartly written devashish makija is keenly aware of the kind of cop that we tend to see in films like that and i think that's why it's sort of a non performance performance he has a very sort of um, physical look on his face throughout the film because he's coming to terms with his own relationship with the new environment as well as his on uh, status in bombay uh, and it it just um, yeah it's i it's definitely makija's best film so far i think uh, it's very evolved even the slightly more mainstream parts like when the cop does come uh, <clears throat> to the village uh, and he meets uh, his sort of counterparts his rural counterparts there uh, you know there were darkly funny moments there uh, makija's use of technology as usual is obsessed with using cell phone screens and footage in very very 
unnerving ways and he's done that across his short films so continues that year and it it pretty much works here and given that this film is sort of an amalgamation of so many uh, genres coming together almost collapsing into life itself i feel like it's uh, it's definitely the sort of film that stays with you for a very long time um yeah i ishita you want to go with your choice next Raul, why don't you go with your choice, please? I'm feeling a little uh, lost. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you tell. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to go with my next choice then. Um, I will go with uh, Poker Ke Dono Par, which is basically um, it's streaming on Mubi. It's uh, Path Saurabh. It's di- directed by Path Saurabh. Uh, I think it's his feature film debut. It's part of the Darbanga New Wave, as people have coined it, um, <clears throat> with. Um, a lot of films from the region that we've been seeing lately uh, beautifully made films uh, i think uh, this is a very very strong addition to it um, i think it's achal mishra who also made dui and who made gamakkar and um, a couple of other films I, he's also behind this i think he's produced this film uh, it's a it's a lovely film about a couple a young couple who Uh, return back to darbanga um, at the end of the pandemic or sometime towards the end of the pandemic um, and they stay at this very sort of crumbling guest house of sorts uh, and the girl tries to get back in touch with her family and the guy um, under the pretense of looking for a job just wastes his time away meeting old friends drinking with them smoking with them um, it, it's and we we come to know slowly that uh, it is um, they eloped some years ago and uh, because of the pandemic they uh, the the man lost a job in delhi so they had to come back to their hometown so it's almost like a reverse romance of sorts and uh, i don't think they are married but i think they had plans to do so and if not for the pandemic they might have continued staying in delhi but sort of fate took its toll on them and they are back so uh, it, it's just such a uh, it's a beautifully performed film both the young actors it has uh, abhinav ja who also was in dui uh, and um, i think he's a fantastic you know if you want to call it like a parallel actor of sorts he's been <coughs> appearing in a lot of these films and uh, he plays this uh, sort of he plays this character who is um, almost gaslighting his wife at most points but at the same time you also tend to think i mean you he also makes you empathize with you with him a little because of uh, how lost he is because of uh, how much of a drifter he's playing and uh, i think tanaya khan ja plays his wife and uh, she is slightly she plays a slightly upper caste upper class character who actually might have <coughs> left her um, education for him when they ran away to delhi so there's a lot of resentment brewing between them and we just seeing see the undoing of their marriage over the course of the film not their marriage their relationship over the course of the film some wonderful scenes in terms of how the long shots play out you tend to see a lot of that in this particular genre of filmmaking uh, unbroken long takes where uh, two people just talking to each other uh, sort of just almost um, drowning in each other's silences um, and it has uh, some of the better one of the better endings i've seen this year as well i i can't really describe it because it is playing on movies so i won't spoil it for others but uh, but it just it it just plays out like an anti romance of sorts and it reminded me of the second half of sairaj uh, which is one of the better um, uh, sort of representations of uh, of sort of post end credit cinema that we've seen in the last decade in india and uh, it just very withering look 
at a particular kind of relationship have uh, any of you watched this film uh, do you have any sort of yeah i i was very taken for it for i think the reasons that you mentioned basically i thought um, just the the way that these things unfold almost like managing to <clears throat> make it look uh, so natural uh the i'm thinking particularly of the very long drinking scene that happens between uh, between abhinav jha's character and uh, the two uh, two of his friends uh, and a stranger whom they just invite to come and drink with them and uh, it just goes on and on and on and uh, it gets like testier and testier they're sort of like because they have this very um, this way combative way of being with each other uh, and so you know you're just wondering whether it's going to just explode into a fight but that never happens because it's it's actually a very everyday kind of film but that sort of unease is transferred to all the conversations whether it's between the couple or whether it's between the friends or anything and just just this sort of uh, the malaise of of their life like how how they're just drifting through it and how they can't seem to you know get hold of things having taken that one huge decision to elope earlier now that you know they're faced with the realities of it it's uh, it's just a very interesting read on on that kind of uh, on that kind of situation uh it's have you seen it if not you can you know carry on with your choice also uh no i did see it thank you rahul i did see it yesterday <laughs> but uh ah. <laughs> <laughs> under the threat of doing a year end uh, she watched it <laughs> nice yeah and i agree with uh, there like there are scenes uh, which they just go on and on and it happened in dhui also that like that field scene actually in dhui when the, all the friends are discussing and uh, abhinav jha is like looking elsewhere and here mm. also like the, that 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 uh, uh, scene between the friends when they are drinking also when the couples are uh, the couple they are talking in the room and it's just like you feel like uh, like you basically have stepped into like a, a drama or something because there is no cut and they are just talking and the camera is stationary which is uh, pretty insane i felt like and also yeah i really liked the film i watched it yesterday so yeah that is about it now i have come with a pick just see if you guys have watched it or not i'm not too sure uh it is jawan by <laughs> <laughs> that that is a great opening <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you all have seen it i really enjoyed watching it i will never pull that trick again um <laughs> so yes i think watching jawan um was also great experience in the theater aided uh, very much by a woman who was sitting behind me a mad sharuk fan who kept screaming at 6:30 in the morning i think her reaction added a lot to my viewing experience of the film uh, and i really enjoyed jawan a lot it was very blatant it, was, it there was absolutely no subtlety uh and uh, but i feel it it all worked in the favor of the film like uh, this was like atni's love letter to sharuk and his love is is so evident like you can uh, understand the way the camera is on sharuk you know it the 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 way the hair falls on his forehead you know it like atni has probably spent hours just thinking about it 
and uh, the love trans like it completely transpires across the screen because you feel it so much and a uh, great hero entries and you know and the uh, like the the father sharuk comes and you know he hasn't looked this hot in a while now and it's just that the when he you know like when he's cutting wood on screen it's the the, the air in the theater just changed like uh, there was something about his entry scenes in the film also the fact that it it, it did not uh, hold much uh, you know it, it did not hold anything back like the the ending which i enjoyed very very much where he basically breaks the fourth wall i know it 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 probably wouldn't have worked 3 4 uh, years back but the but the india we are living today is different and it 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 made a lot more sense and it just seems so much gutsier for a muslim superstar to be saying those words you know to be reprimanding us uh, and to be and and for him to tell us to be more responsible so i feel like uh, jawan worked uh, for me on a lot of mm. uh, grounds yes rahul <laughs> I have not watched not, it. Mm, I have not watched it. <laughs> uh, but I'm also not going to deepen Uday's <laughs> acne by talking about it again. Uh, I think we did this podcast, and uh, I, I'm fairly certain that uh, <clears throat> this was not part of Uday's list. Uh, but I agree with everything you know, Ishita. You said, and uh, I mean, it worked for me on for the exact same reason, including the girl behind us. Uh, while we were watching the film uh, and i think it's perfectly legitimate to sort of call um, call him daddy sharuk in the film uh, if if because we watched dunki after that and the older version that he played there just showed how wrong he can go when he tries to play characters his age as if they are 80 so i'm i'm very glad we got to see jawan uh, before dunki came around i think the sequence of his hits have been great i i'm not sure about dunkey being a hit but i think the sequence of his films this year have been great uh, irrespective of you know what we felt about them uh, because i was worried if dunkey had come first it would might have been the end of his superstar era as we know it and uh, i don't think patan and jawan would have um, done um, i mean done what it did uh, if that was the case so so yeah it just worked out in a very very perverse way and uh, i'm going to let you go with your next choice after yeah thank you i'm just going to skip jawan uh, because i just don't like it but <laughs> let me move on to and now we are getting into films that are uh, at least for me a little bit flawed and aren't you know maybe quite there but had something you know and uh, one of those films for me was uh, sujoy ghosh's uh, jaane ja mm-hmm. which um, uh, which i i i thought was a lot of fun um, maybe in hindsight uh, has more problems than uh, i would have uh, uh, i would have realized uh, initially when i reviewed the film uh it's uh, stars a very entertaining jaydeep pelavat uh and uh, and uh, karina kapoor khan and vijay verma all of them having like a really great time uh, and uh, i think really it's the the three of them and their um, and their interaction in this film that uh, really made it for me also a small shout out to uh, saurabh sachdev who's great in this 
and i really i i i now just look forward to him turning up in things because even if it's terrible like uh, you know like animal he's just like a lot of fun for however much time he's on screen he's he's uh, bobby deol's brother uh, lighting up that uh, wedding scene in in animal uh, if you remember so and uh, yeah so i i don't know i i janaja may have a few ending issues uh, i wasn't as uh, uh, you know as um, bothered by the ending as some people but i realize it's you know maybe it's not the smoothest thing ever uh, but uh, still a lot of fun i thought and um, some sort of return for form for uh, sujoy ghosh yeah i think uh, your reviews were one of the things that made me have a soft spot towards the film eventually uh, <clears throat> and you're right about like the last 10 minutes of course really put me off compared to i think uh, uh, you when we discussed it also on the podcast i think we realized that but uh, but yeah you know as you said you know it, it just made by the performances uh, one of the better cast in the year loved watching their chemistry together uh, some fantastic scenes between all three of them in in sort of different permutations and combinations um, you know that that karaoke scene really stands out for i think a lot of us where karina just switches tone in between um, and yes. yeah sort of ha you were saying no sorry wonderful scene because yeah. and and you'd written about it in in detail like the the you know just the history that you have with karina uh sort of comes into play in that screen it's like you know here is someone switching on the star just yeah. just for that moment and it works so well yeah i'm and i'm glad you met saurabh sadega because i'm saving this for towards the end of the podcast just to like give a nice little shout out to you know one of these uh performers who've been so consistent throughout the year and i think we've reached a stage where whenever ishita and i are watching a film and I see Saurabh Sadema. My eyes light up, and she's like, "Oh God, not again!" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, but he's a great actor." Because I've seen him, like, I've seen him in films. I think a lot of you, like, as mostly is the case, I may not have because I watch him in Haddi, where he's playing more of a trans. I think he was playing one of the trans women with Nawazuddin Siddiqui. Uh, Siddiqui. Uh, he was in Kala. He was in Bombay Meri Jaan. He was in Animal, as Uday mentioned. and you know he's been consistently good he was in vad also last year which was neena gupta and uh, 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 film which was basically him again playing a villainous sort of character so he's been around last few years he's been constantly sort of um, stealing most scenes he's been in and uh, been very striking in most of his performances so so yeah nice little shout out to him and um, yeah uh, of course jaydeep alawat for me was a, my favorite part of this film uh, ishita i'm going to let you talk about janeja a little because i know you do like this film very much was like sarcasm or what no no you actually do right yeah i do i do matlab i don't like it very much but i feel like janita as it uh, has great moments like i can really there are some films you want to watch yeah uh, rewatch and i feel janita i want to rewatch in parts because there are some moments which are so uh, that is great and they stand out and the karaoke scene is one where uh, like karina is just just tremendous and i think my other favorite scene uh, has vijay verma and it has a very it's i think it's uh, shujay ghosh's not to um, decision to leave where mm. basically he is closed his eye uh, closes his eyes and he can imagine uh, karina and he physically flinches and i it just it's one of my most favorite scenes of the year 
and there's just I feel also Vijay Verma would be a great uh, actor, like a romantic actor. I feel we don't see that enough. Uh, so I think he uh, that scene really worked for me. And Janaja worked till the end. I think the end and uh, did not work. And it is nice of Uday to acknowledge that this yeah. time because last time in the podcast Uday was like, did that happen? I don't remember. <laughs> so now I think he's remembered the ending didn't work. I think it is convenient memory. I lo- I love how it, how it has eliminated the bad part. Yeah, like, it's fine. It, it makes sense. It's like you know, if you look at it in context, it's fine. Yeah, because yeah, well, uh, yeah, no, I I you know I wouldn't begrudge you your Janeja on this uh, on your list here because I think it was a very enjoyable watch till till it wasn't. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm going to go with one of my last picks uh, for the year. Um, I'm going to go with Must Me Reneka, which is streaming on Amazon Prime. It's Vijay Maurya's film. Uh, it stars Nina Gupta and Jackie Shroff. Um, it's a really heartwarming, nice little nod to Bombay. Uh, it, it just it, it has like four different characters, four protagonists: one old couple, one young couple, different walks of life, uh, you know, uh, and deals with different themes, uh, sort of growing old and loneliness in Bombay, as well as uh, survival, uh, uh, you know, on the streets. And it's it. it reminded me as i mentioned earlier of two amira sunday very much which is one of our favorite bombay films in the last like decade or so and um, it has and i was really disarmed by jackie shroff's performance i you know we've been so used to seeing him over the years playing different versions of himself you know carrying that trademark off screen swag and and playing absolute clownish characters having a ball on screen uh, in terrible films most of the time here it was so good to see him tap that actor in him we had seen maybe in the late 80s or 90s uh, and uh, play an actual character an old man a widower who's sort of um, going through some kind of depression he's lost his wife he makes a friend in nina gupta but he's also uh, very reluctant about getting too close he has attachment issues in that sense he's fear he fears getting attached to someone because they might leave him uh, there's a heartbreaking scene one of my favorite scenes of the year also that when a burglar breaks into his apartment and the burglar is the young character in this film uh, when they when he breaks into his apartment to steal something i think jagesh's character is drunk he's uh, he's drunk his few beers as he does every night and he sees the burglar and <clears throat> while stalking stopping him and while trying to sort of beat him down he uh, actually turns uh, the scene around by telling the burglar to sort of kill him and end his loneliness in a way basically and it was just heartbreaking to see uh it, it really moved me and that is when you see a film come to life in a film so early on uh, in a scene so early on in a film it's it's very it's a great hook because it tells you everything you have to know about a certain character without going into flashbacks without going into back stories all you see is you know the odd photo on the wall and you see a scene like this and you get a such a great idea of how uh, the man must be whiling away his days just waiting for the end to come um it's it's a weirdly hopeful film because of that and uh, i think nobody sees bombay the way vijay morya does we've seen that in the way he wrote the dialogues of gully boy we've been seeing that in the kind of films he's been acting in over the years lovely little cameos he has one in this film as well um and um, and also you know a word of appreciation for the young actors as well because uh, i think i basically i i watched um, i think i'd seen the actress in one of uh, in one of the shows i watched earlier this year chuna and i didn't recognize her but uh, her name is monica pawar she plays a sort of um, a sex worker who doubles up as various things on the street 
and uh, and abhishek chauhan as um, uh, as the burglar who is struggling to make a living they sort of fall for each other it's a very unlikely it it threatens to go into traffic signal zone at some points like madhur bandakar zone but uh, wow, it's <laughs> yeah it stops like it stops just short of it and it becomes um, it becomes you know really uh, a little more nuanced than that and i also have to give a shout out to rakesh avant as you know her cameo in this film was one of the better uh, bits of casting in hindi cinema this year and we've been talking about casting for years now but uh, it was absolutely bereft of condescension or patronize any patronizing gaze that we often tend to associate with casting someone like rakesh avant who is famous for being famous basically all these years and uh, it just casts her as a version of herself but without really looking down on her i really like that because she's playing uh, more of a dance troupe manager a dancer uh, who takes a lot of these troops to dubai and the middle east and helps a lot of dancers earn a living and i think the abhishek chauhan's character becomes a tailor for her um, and and she helps him make a living in the city so it's it's really organic in that sense and because, and it counts on us knowing rakesh avant the way we do over the years the way we've seen her in reality shows or in media clips or just like just doing our thing on you know on instagram but uh, yeah the, it's just one of those life affirming films and i'm very glad it came towards the end of the year uh, it came like a breath of fresh air i just caught up with it i uh, i i i was quite charmed by it i uh, it's it's nice to see vijay morya's personality kind of turn up in whatever he's doing like whether he's an actor or a writer or a director it somehow seems to infuse uh, the productions that he's in like and it, it it gets something very essential of him you know whatever he's whatever he's working as so i i really uh, i i thought this is a nice little charming entry at the end of the year show off is very good and uh, the rakhi savant uh, casting is very interesting uh, as you said it has zero condescension in it uh, which is very nice to see richard a few words about masmaranik yeah I, about you, whatever you said i agree it's it's a it's a very bombay film and you know because more i live in the city i realize that it uh, the film uh, like to took two uh, defining aspects of the film which is the lack of space and loneliness and uh, and made a full fledged uh, film out of it and vijay morya also i think is great as a director but also i really find it fascinating the way he speaks hindi like you mm. know that Bo- bombay twang he says the you, he uses and he has a small cameo in the film where he is at the airport and he's just so amusing to watch like i really like watching him even in a film like ho gaye hum kaha where he has a small yeah. role but he's just yeah. so he's just very nice to watch like i really like watching him and um, yeah so i think i yeah rahul i agree with you in this <laughs> uh yeah no uh, who's uh, who's turn is it to make the next uh, choice would i think it's ishita's but uh, i've kind of run out anyways so i'm going to um i'm going to do like a performance as my next film because it's really more of a performance than a film i'm uh, surprised you haven't mentioned kofia i i thought <laughs> well that, that's that's well where done. i was going that's that <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go, go on. Uh, let Let's hear your performance. Let me uh, okay. keep myself on mute. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah. So it's Vishal Bhardwaj's Kufia. 
um, which Rahul seems to hate even more now than when it released. And uh, yeah, it's it's a very flawed film, I think, uh, which has an excellent first half. And then due to decisions taken in the second half, just completely falls apart. But uh, I love Tabu in it. I thought she was absolutely oh, thank fantastic. God. Thank God. I was so worried you'd, not, you'd mention someone else here. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, uh, Tabu just fantastic in it. Uh, she has this, uh, she's um, this sort of voyeuristic uh, spy, and um, uh, kind of um, she spends most of the film just listening in and watching, uh, and. Um, uh, it's uh, it's an amazing watchful performance and for an actor like Tabu, it's almost perfect because uh, it, it uh, doesn't force her into uh, any kind of um, histrionics, but you can just sit and sort of observe her and she's watching someone and the great actors when they are actually like sitting and observing something else, that's like a pure joy. And uh, it was just great to watch her and a bit sad that the film couldn't quite hold up because I think with this performance, had the film been a bit better, it would have just been unbelievable. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like she was, she was pretty, she was very tabooist in this film and I I thought it was a perfect role for her and the film just didn't live up to what she could bring to the table. Um, Ishita, do you have anything to add? No. So you have no more choices also? No, I have run out of films now. Oh, wow. Okay. then that, That's interesting. Um, do you... Now go ahead. No, I, I, I have no choices left since we are not talking about, you know, 50% of my profession, which is web shows. Uh, there's, there's, <laughs> there's nothing. And short films. Yeah, no, short films. I mean, I haven't seen any this year. But... Uh, yeah, the, we aren't talking about web shows this year, but like just a quick run by for people who are interested in watching the long form shows this year. I think a lot of us sort of really liked a couple of shows, which is Trial by Fire, Cora, um, School of Lies, Farzi, The Hard, Mumbai Diaries 2. A lot of people love Jubilee as well, who they included. So please do, uh, I mean, I've watched these and uh, I've, I've heard great things about uh, Kala Pani as well. Uh, I disagree about any, with, with anyone who liked The Railwayman. I'm going to fight till my grave for that. And um, those are... Yeah. Yeah, those are... Yeah, those, the, basically those were the standout shows this year. So, for, I mean, we're not going to go into any discussions about them. But as far as films are concerned, I think we pretty much covered most of the good films this year. Um, I, do you... Any of you have any good moments to share? Like, do you have any personal moments, theatrical experiences... Maybe something that you noticed in this year. Hmm. Can I give a shout out to some of the uh, non-Hindi films? Because I thought it was uh, a really interesting year uh, for some of them, especially Tamil and Malayalam hmm. uh, cinema. Uh, very interesting, eccentric, uh, procedural uh, Malayalam film uh, called Purusha Pretham. Um, uh, very interesting. I, I thought that's like, if you want like a sort of eccentric comedy, 
you can't do better than that. Uh, it's uh, there is uh, a, a Rajiv Ravi's uh, period uh, film called uh, Thuramukkam, uh, mm. another Malayalam film, fantastic, really like uh, large scale uh, period film, very lefty. Uh, great stuff. Uh, very good. Maviran, excellent action film. Uh, Jigar Thanda uh, sequel. Uh, also Tamil film. Uh, it does a lot of interesting thing. Uh, it's a it's an Eastwood obsessed film. Clint Eastwood obsessed film. In case that interests you, Rahul. Uh, <laughs> it's about this uh, gangster who becomes like a huge Clint Eastwood fan therefore he gets a director to try and direct him in that style and there's like a whole bunch of story going on there so that's fun. a that's a fun film uh pony and sullivan sequel again uh very interesting has some unbelievable moments in it um yeah so i think uh these are um and of course leo had a few moments though i wasn't as big on it as as some people so yeah i think uh, please so yeah sorry back to back to moments uh from hindi films what do you got uh you have any uh yeah i do but i also want to give a shout out i feel like we should acknowledge or i should acknowledge because i really enjoyed it I feel it could have been a better yeah. film, but uh, the the time till which it is a good film, it's a pretty good film. Uh, it's a it's a debut film. It has a very distinct voice of the filmmaker. It's a film of our times. I enjoy watching a film which does not look down upon young people, and I feel it really captured the the Gen Z generation very well. Uh, you know the the I mean it also integrated. I feel like social media in a very organic way in the narrative. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah so like i mean it's such a huge thing right because we keep discussing it on the pod because people screw up with this so much in hindi film that they just cannot get social media right like it looks so awkward uh even like i was remembering afwa which was kind of one of the better films of the first half of the year, though I don't think it made any of our final lists. But the social media part of it is so awkwardly done. Uh, and uh, but out here it really seems organic. Like, you know, it's it's not it's not um, it, it doesn't seem like it's being done by people who don't don't use it themselves. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And yeah, so I feel I really enjoyed uh, uh, because I feel like it in a very strange way it, it, I felt like the gaze was turned on us mm. you know uh, rather than the other way around and uh, I really enjoyed Ananya Pandey's performance I I was looking forward to it I feel this is a space where she really is very good I liked her quite uh, quite a lot in Gehraya and here too she has like a very modern mannerisms you know the way she talks uh, the way she uses her hands uh, the way she uses her face and I feel this film uh, completely aligned to that. Like it, uh, it she was she basically represented a lot of us. There were moments in the film, especially her track where she is obsessed with her ex and goes to her social media account all the time. And there were moments where I literally looked away because I was like, this is getting too close. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think Hoge is one of uh, it's. It's. I think it was it, uh, the film deserved the hype uh, Archie's got. Mm. Uh, it should have like I feel it. Uh, it took me by surprise a lot. So yeah, Koge. I would end my list with Koge. 
Rahul? Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. I'm glad you mentioned Koga because it's just so much recency wise. It just came out a couple of days ago. We just reviewed it. Uh, I enjoy that film quite a bit till you know Zoe Akhtar writing takes over towards the end. A lot of moralizing happens, but that tends to happen in a lot of her. Uh, stuff off late but you know you'd look at it the same way i think uday looked at jane janeja also because uh, the last 10 minutes notwithstanding uh, i think the final act notwithstanding year also uh, this was definitely one of the better hindi films of the year because of again you know if you're that rare indian film that's going to understand social media i mean you're already in the top bracket uh, on that and i agree about uh, ananya pande as well i think she was cast just as she was cast in geraya Uh, version of herself i think it works wonders for a film like this we need more directors who understand the strengths of uh, actors and uh, young actors and actresses rather than you know casting them just for the sake of being having a heroine in the film or having a sort of a um, niche sort of character in the film uh, i think very few people have used ananya pande like this till now and uh, i i genuinely think she did do very well in this film as did the both the young actors as well adarsh kaurav and siddhant chaturvedi they mostly are pretty solid so um so yeah it, and and you know shout out to adarsh kaurav because he was pretty he was the best part about guns and gulab which is more of a mixed bag by rajan dk this year but i think uh, his performance really stood out there so he's had a pretty good year uh, just had you know sort of gulshan devaya did because of guns and gulabs and the heart so it, it's always nice to see actors like that have like double releases in a year and stand out and and you know appear in good work consistently because it it also pushes us to think a little more about the cinema we write about and i'm i'm glad a film like that like this sort of released towards the end of the year also um also i just i know we are not talking about shows but we were talking about moments and i really want to talk about that one scene in guns and gulabs which i think is my most favorite uh, oh. it is when um, brian adams uh, everything i do i do for you plays and uh, you know there all the characters are sitting on the field and uh, someone is trying to write a love letter for someone else and the song plays out of nowhere and they all are looking into space i think it's one of the classic rajan dk moments where they make something out of nothing and uh, i know it's we are not talking about films but whoever will watch the show later please revisit that moment because i go back to it a lot i thought that was just a master stroke in the show yeah that's all so there what moment you got huh um i feel like there's some rahul bose moment from nias that i'm forgetting <laughs> but since <laughs> i oh god i wish yeah, i was on the yeah uh, because i'm missing an akshay khanna moment actually this year so i have to like make do with a rahul bose moment but i can't remember anything because all of niyath has fallen out of my head so uh, we'll have to um, we'll have to skip that um hmm what do we got um i don't know the opening of kufia was just beautiful uh that sort of scene where she's walking down that uh, rainy road and you have tabu's voice over uh that's just an absolutely beautiful scene there the one in 12th fail also just a wonderful scene where he comes home in between like before he's actually cracked the final exams and he's lying uh, you know his mother's lying to him about how well they're doing while she's sort of massaging his head and at some point he just breaks down and says stop lying i know you're you know you're barely making do 
and they both start crying but uh, it's just it's such a moving scene and it's such a sincere scene and it's uh, it's it's really difficult to pull that off because you know in this age you know you 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 want to like hedge your bets with a bit of irony or do something and this is just such a full on emotional scene it could have been out of a 1950s film and it just works so well yeah no that lovely scene <clears throat> i'm glad you mentioned that one because i was going to mention another one from 12 fail as well which is a more popular scene which is vikram masse sort of crumpling down towards the end of the film when he finds out that he's uh, he's passed uh, it, it just such a great moment of acting it is uh, uh, you know i i i wrote a piece much later comparing it to pursuit of happiness one of my favorite sort of underdog films very similar to this in terms of a real life story and beating the odds and uh, and even in terms of structure uh, but you know there was there was so much compassion in this scene alone and every each and every performer in this scene had reaction shots and it they all really knocked it out of the park it wasn't just vikran masse sort of uh, falling to his knees uh, in tears it was it was shraddha it was his friends coming to hug uh, each other towards the end it all worked uh, it just broke me uh, towards the end of the film and in a, in a, in, a, in the best way possible uh, for me that was almost my favorite um, hindi film moment of the year Yeah, yeah, same for me. Like, I feel like shout out another twelfth fail scene since we're at it. <laughs> the one where he uh, where he goes back to the to the bureaucrat who mistook him for the waiter earlier uh, is one of my really favorite little performances of the year. Uh, by this actor Sam Mohan, uh, and hmm. he calls him and he sets him a little test, and of course he fails, and that guy just completely destroys him. and i love that scene because it shows how merciless this film also is in in you know in addition to being like a really sentimental film like a sentimental in like a, you know, a good way but it's also a really tough film and that scene could have been written like almost as you know this guy once dismissed him but now he's taking him seriously but he completely destroys him in like 5 minutes and it's such a good scene and samon plays it really well yeah Yeah, today I want to just say that uh, Uday tweeted about it, and I was like, "Who is this actor?" Because I can't place him. And the moment I looked him up, I started laughing because I know exactly that scene where uh, he really tears him apart. But I think the other scene, and it's just becoming like a twelfth fail deconstruction. But there's another scene from twelfth fail I really like is when the father comes. To back to him, and he is now studying, and the father is now uh, who was uh, previously the most up, upright man, and basically left everything to fight against corruption. And he comes back as a more disillusioned man, and it's Vikrant Masse's character who is telling him not to lose hope. I thought that scene also really worked for me; like it really made me very emotional. Yeah, even the, the play on words there, right? You know, people like us keep losing. Uh, people they, they yeah, never yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't, we don't lose, lose either, right? Yes, like, uh, yes, yes, yes. Huh. So I mean, just that simple, great writing. Uh, of course, it was in Hindi, so just like forgive us. But uh, but yeah, no. I mean, we can go on about twelve fail, and I'm glad it's it's sort of ending with that uh, because it just has so many wonderful moments. Even the moment I mentioned from Masmeranika, um, uh, that's also one of my favorite moments. Uh, there are a bunch of them in Goldfish as well, but I have a feeling Uday will write about them also. And so for those of you looking for best moments of the year, please do. um follow uday on twitter because he's i think is any moment going to be sharing his list of best moments that he usually does every year 
uh, yeah, uh, do you have anything else? Any of you? Any more shout outs? Mm. I think that ferry wheel scene from three of us, which you spoke briefly, yeah, yeah. Uh, that too is like it's lovely moment where uh, Sheikh Ali mm. says that you know she's forgetting, and uh, Jadeep says you know, but I'll remember it for you. And mm. uh, it's it, I think I thought it was a good, very, very nice play on. Sorry for making another Bengali film reference, but you know there is uh, in like in Satyajit Ray's uh, Nayok basically that when Sharmila Tagore says that you know I'll remember it. I feel like it just becomes our own, own uh, love language, the idea of memory and someone remembering it for you. And I thought it was just very nicely uh, fit in this film. Mm. Mm. I, uh, weirdly, I would probably mention if we're just going for moments, uh, two musical sequences in Animal, uh, one of which is in tune with the scene, which is the Arjun Verli song. Uh, uh, during that very bloody fight sequence that is there, and then the the Jamal Jamalu song that is very much at odds with uh, the wedding, which then ends in like rape and murder. Mm -hmm. uh, I I thought two very interesting song choices. For, you know, uh, it, just in terms of how it works, it uh, those were the two more interesting scenes in the film. Though, of course, you know, there's part of the reason why they work is because, you know, there are, there is this tension with what is going on in the film. But, you know, they stuck in my head. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, I guess that's a, it. I'd just like to wrap up by saying that <clears throat> I think Ranveer Singh saying whatever in Rocky Orani Ke Prem Kani. Uh, when his heart Aww, is... Yeah! Sorry, it... completely overlooked what we said. <laughs> yeah, I'm very disappointed with Ishita for not thinking of that because she, oh actually made, she actually made me like really look at Ranveer Singh's performance in that film and uh, I think it's one of the better ones of the year, of course. But uh, just the way he says whatever, the way his voice cracks. <laughs> and uh, it's basically a heartbreak moment, you know, she's dumping him and... Uh, it's just his. It's just the context of that moment uh, as compared to what we are usually uh, used to hearing. Whatever's in uh, just this West Delhi uh, Jimbro sort of just trying to not be cool anymore by almost mocking her coolness. Very nice scene. It it actually made me fairly like emotional the way he does it. Um, for me, that was I think one of my favorite moments also. I'm sure Ishita also has. Do you have anything to add? Here? Yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Can't believe I overlooked and we sing throughout. Yeah, there are a lot of <laughs> lovely moments. I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. One is when he is uh, Alia is basically trying to, as usual, drill some sense into his head, and she's being a little loud, and he's like, you know, I get it. I'm in your team, and then he's like, you know, handle me with care. I'm a fragile. Yeah. I think it's just beautiful because here is this bulked up guy who is saying that, and I thought it just made for a lovely moment. Mm. Yeah, I, I suspected you would bring that one up as well. But <laughs> I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think we can, I mean, now that Ishita has been reminded of Rocky Arani, worried we might go on for another hour. But uh, for those of uh, you who are looking to, I mean, who are looking to watch some of these films we mentioned here, uh, some good news for you because I think three of us is dropping on streaming today. Uh, where is it? I, I think it's... Um, it's drop, Netflix, yeah. It's on Netflix. It's going to start streaming today. It played only in theatres very briefly earlier this year. So for those of you looking for Avinash Arun's film, it's going to be dropping today as well as 12th film. 
ट्वेल्थ फेल विच वी गॉन ऑन अबाउट इज रिलीजिंग ऑन स्ट्रीमिंग ऑन हॉट स्टार टूडे सो एंड आई विल डेफिनेटली बी वॉचिंग ट्वेल्थ फेल अगेन आई हैव अ फीलिंग स्पेशली आफ्टर फ्यू ड्रिंक्स आई हैव अ फीलिंग ऑल्सो बट बट या थैंक यू फॉर लिसनिंग एंड थैंक यू both of you for joining me for this year end podcast it's been a long and busy and exhausting year but also very fulfilling one especially discussing films with both of you uh, we'll be back soon obviously again next year uh, which also means next week uh, so for those of you who enjoyed listening to our podcast thank you for those of you who have suggestions write into us on twitter or wherever you would uh, <clears throat> like to find us and uh, take care happy new year and uh, thanks for listening again happy